Hello everyone and welcome to Soul Velocity. I'm Snehal Singh, your host, and today we are talking about a special series, The Calling. Alethea Luna said, your soul is your ultimate guidance system. You can think of your soul as the compass, map, and destination all in one. The Calling series is all about following your heart and what you feel your purpose is. Today we have such an amazing guest who has always followed her heart and what she felt is God's purpose for her. I'm talking about Brandy Weber. She is an amazing entrepreneur, belongs to an entrepreneurial family and has her own few businesses by now, which run absolutely well. One of them is definitely a real estate investing business. And right now, Brandy is working on launching a new business venture where she's going to help women to feel empowered to pursue God's will for them and their businesses. She very proudly says, I love challenging and pushing women to do what they could not do on their own, but could only do with God. So let's welcome Brandy and see how she is helping everyone today. And how did she really find her calling? How did she listen to her in her voice? So Brandy, welcome, welcome, welcome to our show today. And first of all, let me tell you, I'm super, super, super excited to have you here because you are one person that I met online. We have never personally met. And I think it's, it's a beautiful journey that we have started because we got connected and then we got, you know, entered into a group and you're running an amazing, amazing group. And we're going to talk about that in a bit, but thank you. Thank you for being here today. So tell us a little bit more about you. Like, I know that, you know, you, you are an entrepreneur, you have been, uh, you know, working for a really long, long time, but where do you come from? How, you know? How does your life look like apart from work? <laughs> well, that is a great question. And I, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. First off, it is um, so amazing and so humbling to be able to be here with you. And like you said, we've never met in person, but I already feel like we're best friends. So I'm just, I'm so grateful, so grateful for this opportunity. And I can't stop smiling. Um, but my name again, it's Brandy. So I grew up actually, um, in small town, Iowa. I'm in the United States, grew up in small town, Iowa, moved out to the big city of Denver about five years ago. Um, and yeah, I have been an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, or sorry, my family is a family of entrepreneurs. And, um, I honestly grew up around all entrepreneurs. My grandpa started a business um, that my dad still works in. It's actually still in the family. It's been in the family for about 50 years, um, which is just crazy. And I have had, I'm so grateful for the role models that I've had um, and everything like that. But that's kind of my business background is just always being in an entrepreneurial family. Um, my family always encouraged me, like, go after your dreams, like go after what you want. And I'm definitely a go-getter type. <laughs> so um, I never had a problem with that. And as far as like my spiritual or my journey as being a Christian, I was actually raised Catholic. So in the small town that I was in, we only had Catholic church. 
churches. Like there was no Christian churches and like small town by small town. I mean, like it was a mile long and a mile wide. And like our population was 2,500 people. We had 1,000 like in the wow. whole town. Um, so it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, so I moved out here, but anyways, um, when I was in my town, I was raised in a Catholic church, um, and didn't really have a relationship with God. I knew the laws. I knew that kind of stuff, but never really had a relationship with God. And in 2012, I actually feel like I'm pretty new to Christianity and to a Christian journey. Um, because in 2012, that's when I dedicated my life to Christ. So I was in um, Riviera Maya of all places on a vacation, because why not dedicate your life to Christ while you're on vacation? Um, but I was in Riviera Maya and just dedicated my life. I had some people pray over me, seriously, at a pool, like I was outside standing on the side of the pool and had people, these people praying for me, which was incredible. It was amazing. And I'm so grateful for it. Um, and I was, so I was in college at that point in time and was going to a school in another small town <laughs> that only had Catholic churches as well. So, um, from there I was looking to my mentor. I, she sent me a Bible. It was the very first Bible I had ever had. It's actually like up on my mantle up there, <laughs> but, um, she sent me a Bible for the first time and I was reading the Bible and I was just, I was so excited, so excited. Um, but I couldn't find a church to go to. So I really, um, struggled, I guess is a good way to put it. My, I just, I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere with my spiritual journey because there was my mentor that I had met. She, so I, at the time I was going to school in Wisconsin and she was in Oklahoma or Kansas, but somewhere that wasn't near me. So, um, and she had a busy schedule and I was just like, I don't know, like, who do I turn to, to ask questions and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so I feel like it kind of got put on hold. My spiritual growth did mm -hmm. just because I didn't have the resources, um, to grow spiritually. And I moved out here, moved to Colorado five years ago, um, which is just, it's crazy to me to think that I've been out here for five <laughs> years, but moved out here five years ago, found the church that I'm still going to, uh, four years ago, it would mm -hmm. be, and have been going there ever since. And that's really where I felt that my Christianity and relationship with God and everything. That's where I learned so much from, um, about God, about my mm -hmm. relationship, about Christianity. So that's kind of my story in a nutshell, not really a nutshell, but kind of a nutshell. <laughs> that's amazing. And I think the first differentiator that I really had when it came to your story and when I read your bio as well was like, oh, she belongs to a family of entrepreneurs. And that's the only differentiating factor that I realize now is I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs, but somewhere our journeys have been so similar. Like uh, I chose um, Christ as my savior in 2011. Until then, uh, I was not aware of this world. And first year was still, you know, kind of um, new and I was still exploring and I was exploring my marriage as well as, you know, uh, my relationship with God. So 
both did not ha- you know go that fast but that's where i was and then i moved here four and a half years ago and that's when i found a little constant in terms of you know my opportunity to uh, build that relationship with god and uh, you know understand what he really is and uh, i think my life has changed since then and it's a social proof right now so uh that's all i would say but there is such a beautiful co- i know there are no coincidences but there's such a beautiful journey where we we both probably walked a similar path in the past four and a half years so tell me this uh brandy how did you find your calling or what would you say your calling really is because i know you do help women there is a group that you all really run as well but what is your true calling how would you define it that is such a great question that's um i i love that question honestly um so there's a few different ways that i would define how i found my calling mm-hmm. um first off is what lights my fire I love community. I love people. I love meeting new people, hearing people's stories, um, and just getting to know them on a deeper level than like, oh, how's the weather there? Mm -hmm. Um, You know what I mean? So I just, I love doing that. That's like one of my favorite, favorite things and building community, being around people, planning things, um, anything like that. That is just one of my favorite things. And then the other thing I think that was a really major, it it was a really big turning point in my life, honestly. So I had just moved out here. Let's see, this was three years ago. So I had moved out here. I'd been out to Colorado for two years and my best friend and I decided that we were going to go to Europe for an 18 day backpacking trip. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? (laughs) Um, So while I was there, it was so incredible. I had never been to Europe before. And um, on the flight over, I actually was, that was the closest that I had ever been in my relationship with God. Um, Because again, I really feel like I had just become a Christian when I moved out here because I was learning about it. And I think it's similar to what you were saying. Um, but yeah, that just kind of fast tracked my life, but I just, I felt like I was a new Christian and it was the closest I'd ever been in relationship with God. And it was just, it was amazing. I was so happy. I could just feel his presence all the time. I could hear the Holy spirit speaking to me. Just, it was incredible. And while I was over in Europe, I actually, my best friend and I were in a terrorist attack we missed it by a minute and we saw everything happen. So while we were there, it was just kind of like a slap in the face of like, oh my gosh, like God, what? What? And looking back on it now, I can see that he was with us completely and 100%, but being in the midst of it, I couldn't see it. And um, I came back with survivor's guilt with suicidal thoughts, with depression. Um, I couldn't get out of bed, which is so not like me. Like this is my normal self. So being that depressed and being um, that just down, that was hard for me. Like there was guilt about that or even shame about that, I guess. Um, And I just, I was really struggling, really struggling with it. Um, 
And one of the things, so there's a song, it just came out, I think it was last year that it came out by Elevation Worship and it's called Sea of Victory. And in that song, it says, um, you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. And so this was back in 2017 when I was in the terrorist attack and I was like, all right, I am not going to let this have power over me. I'm not going to let this fear. I love to travel. I'm not going to let this fear hold me back from traveling. I'm not going to let this fear, like I love libraries. And Mm -hmm. I was so, the first time that I went to a library, I was there for 30 minutes and I couldn't, like I forced myself to stay there and I was shaking, like almost had a panic attack while I was there. So I'm like, I'm not going to let this dictate my life. And I'm like, I want to be a point of hope. I want to be a point of, of just encouragement, whatever it looks like. Really at the time, it was just a beacon of hope of like, okay, there is another side to it. This like, you can get through it. You can walk through the darkest, deepest parts of the forest and you will come out on the other side. Um, so that's honestly another big part. And while I was going through that, I knew that God had a big calling on my life and that intimidated me even more because I was just like, oh no, oh no, like how I can't do this. I know, no, no, no. So that was another huge intimidating thing, but I'm just like, okay, instead of walking away from God during that time, I pushed into God. Um, and I think that's honestly what made all of the difference in the world, because I definitely would not be where I am if it wasn't for God. That was all his strength. That was all, all him, um, that got me through it. So yeah. And because of that, like, it's such an amazing redemption story too. And I'm like, all the glory goes to God with it. But so in 2017, I was in the terrorist attack, 2018, I went to Israel and went to the Holy Land, got to see everything. And in 2019, I went to Peru and I never thought that I would leave the country ever again, ever again. And I actually, I moved to Peru for a month in 2019. um, And I volunteered while I was down there in 2019. So complete redemption story. And that's actually where the Facebook group was created, I guess. That's the best way to put it. But um, yeah, I was going through a time where I'm just like, God, you promised me this, but I don't see it. Like what's going on here? Um, And yeah, he just, I almost like, I had almost quit Facebook literally a month before and Instagram and every social media thing. Cause I'm just like, I'm, I'm over this. I'm done. I'm done. I have the comparison game. Like, no, I'm done. Um, but yeah. And then he was like, Oh, well, why don't you reach out to people? Cause there's other women that are going through this. Why don't you reach out to them and just create a community with them? And the point or the hope for the community when I started it was for them to encourage me, but by God using me to encourage people, it's been more encouraging to me than anything I've ever done. So Um, it's just been such an amazing, amazing, um, process, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's been an amazing journey to walk through. Um, yep. I would never wish it for anyone else. Um, I would never wish for anyone else to be in a terrorist attack or anything like that, but God, what the enemy meant for evil, God can use for good. Absolutely. And I was, I was literally having goosebumps because this side or this story, I don't think I knew. I didn't know anything about this, Brandy. And I'm 
so glad that you're sharing this with us today here because you're so right. At times when we just get saved or we are protected and we are blessed, we're so used to seeing to the other side and, you know, grab ourselves with everything, like you said, you know, the guild of even successful people or people, you know, when success starts walking into their life, they have this guilt of success. It's like, if I grow, then, I, you know, it's unfair. It's unfair to others. It's, you know, uh, I don't think I'm doing the right thing, so on and so forth. And we choose the path of loneliness when we can choose to walk in God and with him. And he's there with us all the time. Like we never have to be alone. And I so, so, so um, am glad that you started that group because for me, I'll be very honest, Brandy. I have been doing this work of teaching in a way for a really long time. And I think that's the only thing that I know since I stopped going to school. The only thing that I've done is teaching, teaching, teaching. However, when it came to sharing faith-based conversations or even having conversation about God freely and openly, it didn't come naturally to me. Still, there is a lot of hesitance, you know, when it, uh, you want to be politically correct, you want to be diplomatically right. And uh, especially when you're teaching about mindset, you, you know, you have to choose your words wisely and stuff like that. So your group, to be very honest, has been a greatest motivator for me. My first ever post, which was faith-based, I did through your group. And my first ever video as well, I did through your group. So I am truly grateful. So I want to say that, you know, it's definitely, definitely your calling. I know you probably started with the thought of, you know, you needed the motivation and you needed the validation, but you have been giving that to so many of us. Okay. Like for me as well, that, that, you know, simple post of me saying that, you know, it's my first time. Forgive me if my choice of words at times is not that great because we know we get picked on those things, right? It's like, you said this, 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 this is not the right word. You shouldn't use these words when you're doing faith-based conversations. So you have been amazing, amazing, amazing. But <clears throat> I know your story. I know how you found your calling. But what are some challenges that you would say, you know, were really, you know, something where you had to struggle to come to a conclusion or make a decision? And any such challenges that, that you faced? I'm sure there are many, but any that you, that you remember of which changed the, or pivoted the direction that you were taking in your life? That is such a great question. And um, I just also, I want to thank you for being a part of the group. You are such a blessing to the group. And I am so grateful. I'm just, I'm so grateful for, for you, for every single lady that is on there. I mean, you're amazing. Everyone on there is so amazing. And I, I just, I love, I love this group. I love you guys. I love everyone. So I'm just, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that encouragement. That means so much to me. So I just, I appreciate you. And I am so grateful that you're stepping out into your calling as well. Um, and I celebrate that with you. So I am your biggest cheerleader and just here alongside of you. Um, <laughs> as far as obstacles, that is a great question. I am still facing them. <laughs> um, I always say it is about the journey and it's not about the destination. Um, so the obstacles, when I started the group, um, I was, like I said, I was really 
uh, struggling with, I guess is the best way to put it. I was really struggling with the comparison game. Like I saw Instagram and I saw, it was mostly with Instagram, just because I wasn't on Facebook as much, but I was comparing and I was seeing people that were the same age as me, but they were further, further ahead in life. <laughs> um, I thought that it would be like, I didn't have what I thought my timeline. The one thing that I really struggled with, um, and this was the biggest reason this was the reason that the Facebook group started was because like I said before, um, I had, I knew that God had promised me all of this stuff. Um, well not stuff, but like, Oh, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to mm -hmm. do this. I'm going to do that. And he did. He definitely did. Just not the way I wanted it to look. <laughs> so I struggled with the fact of like, okay, God, like, are you going to come through on this? And I struggled with, if I'm being completely transparent and honest and vulnerable, I struggled. I was disappointed with God, which hearing me say that, I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? Um, but I struggled with it. I struggled with that disappointment of like, okay, this didn't line up either in the way that I wanted it to, or in the time frame that I thought it should be. And I struggled with, I guess the best way to describe it is putting God in my box. When God isn't in a box, he's not limited to a box. He's not limited to, I mean, he can do so much more than any of us can comprehend even together, any of us can comprehend. Um, but that was one of my biggest obstacles was first off, like, because I put God in a box, I got in my own way. And I just, I was like, okay. And I didn't trust, fully trust God with everything. I didn't fully give God everything. It's like, I would reach out my hand with an open hand and then I'd be like, mm, never mind, just kidding. And like, close again. <laughs> So like I would give it part to him like, mm, I don't know if I trust you. Never mind. Sorry. And like, take it back, I guess is the best way to describe it. And just by putting him in that box, putting him in my box that I thought he should, this should look this way. My life mm -hmm. should be this way. I should have this with my business. I should, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, just doing that. And, um, that was one of my biggest obstacles. And then the other thing too is as I go through this process, as I go through with this Facebook group and with um, everything that I'm doing, I am struggling with still like there's fear that I deal with. Um, just like I think every other person, there's fear, there's stress, unknown, whatever. I, I deal with everything that anyone else does. Um, the Bible says, I'm not great at quoting Bible verses. It's somewhere okay. in there, though. But, <laughs> um, it says that there is nothing new under the sun. So what we deal with is what they dealt with in the times of the Bible. And Jesus actually probably went through it too. Um, but yeah, so just really having that heart of obedience. And I know that I have that heart of obedience, but when God calls me to do something, doing it right away. Um, I can be slow at doing that even now, like with this Facebook group and with everything that I have going on, I can definitely be slow about that. And I also have to be careful still with putting God in a box. And I'm still honestly being completely transparent. I'm still working through that disappointment of, of last year didn't look like I thought it would. God, you're telling me to do this, but like 
will it look that way this year? Like, will it, how will this look? Like if you're, if I do what you're telling me to do, what's this going to look like? Am I going to, I don't want to go through the disappointment again. And it's a mixture of the disappointment and the fear that I am still working through. So I think those are some of the biggest obstacles that I have definitely faced. And before the Facebook group, um, I had fear of failure. I was always afraid of failing and I was mm -hmm. always afraid of rejection. And then finally it clicked in my head. It took me so long, I feel like, but uh, it probably didn't. I just, I think it took a long time. But the other thing is I was looking for validation or I was looking for approval from this world. When God tells us that we're not of this world, we're just temporary residents here is how True. I see it. So, um, yeah. So why would I be looking for approval in a place that I'm just a temporary resident, um, when I can be looking for approval from my father, from God. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that was, once I got past that, then the fear of rejection, fear of um, failure, anything like that. I'm like, hmm, God doesn't care. It's okay. True. He doesn't care. Like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but I so. I so resonate with what you're saying, especially because I think we we do most of our business in the online world. You know, there is always this comparison. And no matter how much you know that... I am walking my own journey and taking my own path. We end up doing that. You know, we're like, okay, he said this, she said this, I said this, why is this working better? And this is not working better. And uh, I am so glad that you're talking about this because I'm pretty sure most of our listeners right now as well are going to be thinking about how many times in a day do we do that? And so many times, the online influencers don't really have the life that they show as well. And there is so much of, I, I wouldn't say fake, but things that are not true are still there. But I am I, so glad that you've been absolutely honest. I want to ask, and this, this comes from a place of curiosity, because I keep doing that as well a lot of times, you know. It's like I think I heard your voice and I think you're telling me to do this. I'm just not sure if that works in my plan. So I'm going to look for validation and I'm going to cross check, you know, if this fits in. So how do you know and how do you differentiate the voice in your head versus the voice of God? How do you know which one it is? That is such a great question. That is such a great question. Um, so there's a few different things. I have a few different filters, we'll call mm -hmm. it, that I put it through. Um, the first one is it is, so I took actually a course through my church of discerning the voice of God. And um, in that course, it taught us that you listen to that first small, still voice. And the thing is, is especially for me right now, again, being completely honest and transparent, I have a lot going on up here, like in mm -hmm. the real world, everywhere. I have a lot going on, which I think all of us do. Yeah. I saw a study that um, people are working harder during coronavirus than they ever have before. So um, it's very easy to get distracted and to not hear that voice or to mm -hmm. not slow down enough or be quiet enough um, to hear that voice. It's a super easy thing to do. Um, 
but what I do, I have a few filters. So first off, if it is condemnation that I'm feeling, that's not of God. Mm -hmm. Um, God tells us to focus on what's good, pleasing, and perfect. So those are his filters of good, pleasing, and perfect. If it's not that, it is not of God. The second thing that I do is, well, first off, I listen to still, still small voice. Mm -hmm. The second thing is putting it through God's filters. Um, the next thing that I know (laughs) normally that it's of God and not me is if it's something that's like way far out, (laughs) either like I wouldn't have thought of that. Or second, like, wow, that makes me really uncomfortable, (laughs) really uncomfortable. Um, Because one thing that God has been emphasizing to me, and he has been repeating this to me so many times, like over the past two or three months, but he um, told me, the Holy Spirit told me that don't risk your calling for your comfort. (laughs) So yeah, I'm just like, oh. Okay, great. So, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm grateful for it. Um, but just really, is it outside of my comfort zone to the point where I would have to rely on God more? Mm-hmm. Not outside of my comfort zone, like go bungee jumping without a bungee type thing. Like not <laughs> that it. type of yes. thing. Yeah, where God is like, oh, hey, right now. So I run the Facebook page and I also have a few other businesses that I mm-hmm. um, own and run. And I work full-time in finance. So I have a lot of stuff going on and um, God has called me out of my job. And to be completely honest, again, I believe in being completely honest and transparent, um, but he called me out of it at the beginning of July. And guess what? I'm still there. <laughs> like, I am still, I haven't gotten out of it. I haven't mm-hmm. done anything. I haven't like, turned in my resignation because I'm just like, are you sure God, are you sure that you want me to do this? Because like, it's pretty comfortable and I kind of enjoy the comfort. So, mm-hmm. so um, I know that it's God calling me out of that because mm-hmm. he's calling me to trust him on another level. And then the other thing that I do is if I hear something, um, well, first off, if it's a decision that I have to make, with my business, with my personal life, with anything, I always go to prayer. That is my number one thing is I just pray and I give God whatever it is. I'm like, all right, God, I give this to you. Here it is. What do you like? Where do you want me to go? What direction do you want me to go next? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I do believe with certain decisions. So if you are waiting for an answer on certain decisions, some things, it's not that God doesn't care about. It's just that he's like, oh, either decision works. Like, yeah, yeah. either one works, <laughs> you get to decide. Um, so that is another thing of, okay, is God being silent because neither one of these decisions is the wrong decision or he either path is okay. Um, so therefore it's up to me to decide. Um, so just really praying about it and I hear, I feel like I don't think I know people that hear him best. I hear him well when I'm out in nature too. And honestly, when I'm in the shower, just because I can't think of anything else, um, and just being in nature helps me to hear him clear. But if you find something that works of like, oh, when I journal, 
God just downloads all of these ideas to me. Um, or when I am running, I'm not a huge runner. I do it, but I just don't enjoy it. So like maybe someone, when they're running, they get a ton of downloads. When they're working out, they get a ton of God downloads. They get mm -hmm. uh, whatever it is or a long drive, something like that. I don't know. Um, but just really finding that place where you can really meet God and God can meet you there. Um, that is, that is I think that answered your question. Yes, I hope. And you beautifully <laughs> answered it because uh, sometimes the differentiator becomes a challenge and sometimes we listen to our own voice in the head and we call it the God's voice. And that's when, you know, the decisions and we wonder how did this decision go wrong and why was I led here? Uh, so you said something at the start and that's something that's on my mind as well, because uh, I think we all struggle with this. It's like giving 100% surrendering to God, the power greater than us, the one who created us. So what do you think your life would look like if you completely surrendered to the God's will for you in everything that you did? That's a great question. Um, so I think that there would definitely be a lot more peace in my life. Um, that is the number one thing. I don't know what it would look like Honestly, I can't really picture what it would look like, whether I would still be in Colorado or if God would call me out somewhere or if I would still be X, Y, Z, whatever it is. I just feel like there would be definitely a lot more peace because in fully surrendering, to me, that goes hand in hand. In order to fully surrender, that means I fully trust you, God. Mm -hmm. um, and walking that path, God doesn't say that it's going to be easy the whole time. But in my mind, it's going to be worth it. Maybe I won't have the um, rewards, the earthly rewards, but the eternal rewards that are stored up for us in heaven will be worth it. Um, so I just, yeah, I just think it, overall it would be more, my life would be more peaceful. Mm -hmm. I love that because I think that's what we look for at the end of the day, right? The inner peace where we feel oneness and uh, I think that's what, that's what we look for. And I think every journey, whether we, uh, you know, whether it's the worldly rewards, it's about taking the business to the next level. At the end of the day, I think we all want the same thing, that internal peace where we feel content and happy. And I think that comes very easily with the relationship with God and with just following what our purpose looks like. So tell us what's next for you. So I know that you've already been running the group. I would be, you know, posting even the group link in the content or uh, the information about this, uh, you know, this podcast here. But what's next? What are you looking forward to? Thank you for um, sharing the group. And yeah, we would love to have anyone join who is looking for community. I mean, yep. uh, that would be absolutely amazing. As far as what is next, that's a great question. <laughs> um, so I have so many, it's so funny because I have so many ideas and I have, I don't have it here with me, otherwise I would show it. Um, but I have this notebook of ideas that I just, I want to do all of them. I mean, who wouldn't? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> I love that because I, I do have this, this one journal it's right here and has only ideas in it. It's like 
that's where everything goes. And I want to accomplish everything that's there in this list. Like, just do it. At least try it once. So I, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So I guess my ultimate thing, I mean, um, so what's in the cards next? I mean, that's, I have some really exciting things that are coming up actually this week. Um, so I might, I might be going back to school. I might not be. I I don't honestly know. But what I would really love to do, ultimately, my goal is um, with the Facebook group um, and just with my prayer has been lately to, um, first off, to love Jesus so much that people have to search his heart to find me Mm -hmm. and um, to be a reflection of him in this world. So what I want to do is I want to encourage ladies um, to continue to grow, boldly walk in what their calling is and boldly walk towards that passion and find who they are in God rather than finding who they are in this world. Mm -hmm. Um, So getting your identity from God and not from this world. And I just want to keep on releasing more and more stuff to give people the opportunity to have a closer relationship with God. So just have the resources. Mm -hmm. So um, for example, like having the resources, the course that I took, it was a 30 week course of how to hear God's voice Mm -hmm. or the Holy Spirit. Um, So just offering stuff like that and bringing more people to God. I would love to I don't know, do conferences. Maybe it looks like starting a church down the line. Maybe it looks like just hosting conferences or being guest speakers somewhere. I, I don't honestly know. Um, whatever God tells me to do is what I want to do. Um, but yeah, it's just really bringing people closer to God and letting people know God's heart for them and God's mm-hmm. heart for everyone um, is really what I would love to do. That's where my heart is and just creating community, getting to meet amazing women like you um, and continuing to foster these relationships and just, um, yeah, getting to know more and more women and just getting to love on people. I love loving people. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where- That is so true about you though, because I know I've not met you and I said this right at the start as well, but- I feel I know you like even when I sent you the message and you know it 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 was a quick response it was like okay I think I know Brandy already so thank you you have been amazing 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 and I I really hope and wish and pray that everything that you're thinking does come true because I know this path is not easy especially when we don't know how it looks like we don't know what decisions we're going to take tomorrow and what we feel called for and uh, you know, sometimes as for this world, the map looks haphazard and it feels like, why are you going in every direction? You're like, no, I'm just following what is being told to me. So I, I know how difficult it is to explain, uh, you know, what we are really doing. But I think you're heading somewhere. So it's amazing, amazing, amazing. And you're definitely an amazing speaker. No doubt about that. Um so is there any next program that you're launching? You know you are launching uh, because I do know there was one program that you just did, which is Humility Workshop. 
So is, is there any, any other program that is coming up? Uh, so yes, I'm so excited. I have not released this to anyone yet. Um, so thank you for asking. Um, another big thing about the Facebook group that I really want to emphasize is bringing God into business mm-hmm. and bringing him into the workplace and bringing him into if you have your own business, if you don't have your own business, if you work for corporate, if even if you're a mom, like that is a business in and of itself, um, I feel like. But yes, so the next course that I am releasing, which I'm, oh my gosh, it has been so hard keeping this <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But what this course is going to be is it is going to teach us about the gifts that God created us for. Mm -hmm. So it is going to talk about our foundational gifts. So the gifts that God made us with and how to use those and apply those into business. So how to get clients with them, how to make, if you're in sales, how to make sales with them. Um, But just really tapping into those foundational gifts that God Mm -hmm. created you with, because I've learned that by tapping into that gift, it's a lot easier for me just to go and do what God is calling me to do because I'm a natural person for community. It's natural for me. Um, so, so just tapping into those gifts and applying it into your business. So I'm so excited. I have spent months on this course and it's just, it's going to be absolutely amazing. It's going to change people's lives and hopefully how they see themselves and um, how they see their mm-hmm. strengths too. I feel so privileged right now that I got to know about this so much in advance. So I am definitely connecting with you to know more about it. And one last question before you go today, and that is something that I ask every guest that is there on my show. And that is this in one sentence, if you have to say, what's your legacy going to be? What would you say? Oh, that's a good question. Um, That's not my sentence. Um, (laughs) um, I want my legacy. So there is a prayer and um, this is what I want my legacy, I guess, to be is that um, I'm trying to remember how the prayer goes and I'm going to try and say it in one sentence. I'm going to do my best here. But it was, um, it says, God, help them to see you through me. So I want my legacy to be that people see God through me and they know my heart for God and they know God's heart for them. I think it's more that, that they know what God's heart for them is. Um, So yeah. The one sentence I think that was truly is the people or uh, God help. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I think, yeah, I that think one I sentence, that. yes, the God help. <laughs> okay, perfect. Cool. Okay. So, thank yep, you. Thank sorry. you so much, you know, uh, for being here today for giving your time because I think anything anyone can return give back to you but what people can't give you is time and I I am so glad to have you here share your ideas and share your perspective about calling because that has been my 
my quest. I want to know more about the journey of finding your calling and following it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your views. And I am so glad to have you here. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be asked to do this. So thank you for everything. I appreciate you and I cannot wait to see and to again, follow you. Um, hopefully side by side, walk by you through this journey. So thank you. I'm so grateful for you and I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Yay. Thank you. And guys, that was Brandy, Brandy for you. And we would be catching up with you very, very, very soon. Thank you so much for today. And this is Snehal Singh, your host for Soul Velocity. Thank you.